from the first whistle blow till the game is on the line. This is Stoppage Time. It's your boy, Greg. And it's your boy, Tyler. And we are back another week of reviews, news, debates, speculations here in the football world. Football is in full effect after the Christmas break, and we are excited to see what's going to happen this week. Tyler, how are you? How are you doing this week, Tyler? I'm uh, I'm doing well. It's a little cold. Some some of the winter here in Colorado is uh is finally hitting. Yeah. Uh, starting starting to actually feel the cold that I I was away from for about ten years. So uh, other than that, uh, it's great to have uh, some football back. Uh, sad to say, my boys uh, at Tottenham not doing so great. Again, Premier League, Man United is ahead. By three points over Liverpool. Premier League, you know, this undis- well, disputably one of the hardest leagues in the world to play in. So, you know, it could swing any direction at any time. We'll see how it goes down. My boys aren't doing so bad anymore coming out of the Christmas break. They were at sixth position. Now they're in third. Um, I can't wait to see how Barcelona does moving through the La Liga. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. Some of it's going to point directly to our teams. Some of it's not. But guys, we're here to talk about something that's, that's impacting the football world right now. And that is the transfer window. Now, a lot of you guys might be asking, what is the transfer window? Well, basically, the transfer window happens twice every season. One in the summer, one in the winter. And uh, the the summer one starts off the season, basically, and the winter one ends it. And it's just basically an arena for footballers who are available for transfer to clubs to get bidded on, purchased, loaned, a bunch of uh, different types of moves that could take place within that time frame. Now, usually the transfer window lasts for about a month. This is when teams start to strategize around how they could better or bolster their, their lineups and things could change in an instant. So Tyler, give us some juice, bro. Who's been traded? What, what, are, what are some of the top picks? Well, some of the top trades, top moves this season so far. Uh, so yeah, as Greg said, a couple moves have already happened uh, with about half the month left. Uh, we'll get to what we speculate could potentially happen and feed into some fun rumors. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, a couple of the, uh, the moves that have already happened, uh, happened in, in the Premier League. Um, Sebastian Hilaire moved from West Ham to Ajax. This already, uh, I think, is going to be a great move for Ajax. One, uh, Hilaire was valued at about $33 million on the, uh, the market, and Ajax only got him for 24 close to 25. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great deal. And I actually watched his debut game uh, for Ajax uh, this past weekend. Well, I guess when you're listening, this would be two weekends ago uh, where they mm-hmm. play, where Ajax played PSV and he subbed in off the bench. And although the goal, goal came back uh, through a very questionable offsides call, uh, <laughs> he scored about 10 minutes into the game. It was, like I said, it was called back, but uh, it was, his impact was felt almost immediately and they didn't uh, they were down two one at that point and um, they didn't end up tying that game. So uh, his impact was, was felt uh, in, in that game for sure. 
he's he's explosive. He's an explosive mm. player, and uh, Ajax was already a scary team, and they just added another huge weapon. It's a weapon indeed, and and honestly, the the I, I'm I'm shocked that he would go for for that little, uh, whatever Ajax got on that deal, or whatever. Uh, sorry, West Ham got on that deal uh, beyond the money is incredible. Well, whatever. Yeah, because, you know, West Ham took the 24.75 and this this kid is, you know, valued at 33 million. You know, we'll see. I'm sure to see a market value spike happen or probably, honestly, the spike probably happened after the transfer. Um, that now that now that I'm thinking about it, Tyler, because these uh, numbers update on a regular basis, he probably was not valued as, as highly and is doing fantastic uh, right now, which kind of would which would probably spike his market value. And we could we could speculate and see his market value raise even more because of how talented a uh, player he is. I think he's only 20 years old, has a lot of potential, a lot of potential. He's tw- um, he, he, he's 26, so he's 26, 26, but, but he, he's still got a lot of his career ahead of him. Correct. Um, so, yeah, I, I still think it was a great move. Um, he, he had kind of I think he kind of felt stagnant at, mm. at West Ham and they had kind of moved on. He was coming off the bench there. Um, I know he did come off the bench in the first game with Ajax, but that's usually expected when a when a player transfers. They, you know, they, they take usually some time to come acclimate. Off. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so he'll probably come off the bench for the first couple of games, but he'll very quickly become a starter. Uh, next up, huge deal for Manchester United. And this 18-year-old kid, Ahmad Diallo, going from Atalanta to Man U, hot Man U, uh, actually a hot Atalanta to a hot, maybe Her. even hotter Manchester <laughs> United. Um <laughs> I mean, the, the this kid could could play there forever. Yeah, they 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 may have found their 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 new right winger. It's crazy crazy to see what he has been able to accomplish. You know, his his market value is only sixteen point five million, and I say only because you know uh, we'll get to some some real heavy hitters later on. Uh, but that move was appropriate for him, and those are the types of the, those are the types of moves that I like to see. Just because someone has a high market value, and I, there are some players that we're going to discuss later on, does not mean that they're going to be great on your team. Huge example: Barcelona spending 150 million dollars on Griezmann. That was not a good buy. It was not a good buy. Here's a good buy: you have an 18-year-old with a hold. A whole world of potential ahead of him. He could do nothing but great things unless he, you know, barring injury and uh, self-discipline and that sort of stuff. But you move to a club that demands excellence, that has a pretty good uh, manager in, in Ali up front. I know that he's he's gotten a lot of flack, but that's because he had, you know, and the, not the the fundamental Manchester all the all the strife that you're seeing in Manchester United right now was or previously because right now they're on fire was because it was not fundamental Manchester United ball and don't get me wrong I don't like that club but I know their reputation and they demand excellence from the years of uh, Alex Ferguson uh, managing that that team and Diallo seems personality wise like a great fit for this club. Who's up next, Tyler? Who else 
of note could we talk about that moved in this winter transfer window? Well, before we jump into the uh, the third one, uh, I also want to counter. You, know, you brought up a player on your team who has not necessarily been been worth the money. While no. yours your yours was an out and uh, out and out signing, uh, one of the players for Tottenham that has just not really worked out is Gareth Bale. Yep. Uh, he uh, he is on loan from Real Madrid for about uh, I think thirty five million is is what the the loan deal was for one year at Tottenham 35 million and it, it's not going to be extended the uh, Jose Marino has been very uh, open about the fact that Bale will will not be moving on past the summer when the loan deal ends so something that could have been uh, honestly very fruitful for for Bale cuz Real had kind of moved on from him yep is, is now he's back at Real and Real is probably like, oh no, what are we going to do? <laughs> I, I think I think that he'll either get, I mean, they can't cut him because that's too much money to, to throw out the window, but I'm sure that they'll be looking for transfer opportunities with lesser clubs. They'll have to take a loss on um, his value. Um, he's, he's worth 22 million right now. I could see a smaller club. Uh, vying for him and it's just up to Garrett whether he wants to take the deal or not um, but he's 31 years old he's in he's in the 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 you know twilight years of his football career semi injury prone I say semi because it's not you know he doesn't get injured all the time but when he does it's pretty bad um, and his recovery is not that great he might be in great pain I don't know when you get injured some of those things linger beyond the years after you've recovered from it you still have to kind of push through that but if he's not doing the work he's not gonna get paid and and this is the result of that Antoine Griezmann was just uh out and out poor poor purchase from uh Barcelona always scrutinize them for that spent 150 million dollars for a, a 20 at the time 27 year old player older guy whose market value has dropped significantly down to 66 million. I don't even think that it's worth that much. <laughs> That's just me being critical of the dude. Cause he's not like, it's either one out of two things. It's either they're not playing him in the right position or he's just underperforming because of the magnitude of which Barcelona is like, but then again, I've never seen him as a good fit for the club. So that's just, that's from my eye test of watching Barcelona football for all these years. He just doesn't fit in with that community. Like, stay with with uh, stay with Atletico. Like, you didn't need to move across town to another club. Like, if you wanted to move, move to to PSG. Like, I I honestly <laughs> think that Griezmann would have been a good fit uh, at PSG. And he does seem to play better uh, in country than he does uh, elsewhere. Yeah. And I, I know we've talked about it before, and I, I want to get to this last uh, player, but uh, I, I do remember the first game that Griezmann played, and Greg and I watched it together, and I think Greg spent the whole first half saying that Griezmann was not a fit and was very upset by it. But uh, not, not to get too far off topic, because I, I don't want to get Greg wound up again. The third player is Dominic Zabaslai as the players that has already that, that have that have already moved moving from uh red bull to red bull from salzburg to leipzig 
in a $22 million deal. Uh, honestly, it's a probably a fantastic move for Leipzig. Mm-hmm. The, they're, they're already dynamic on offense and uh, Zabaslai is only 20 and yeah. was just tearing it up for Salzburg. And honestly, I, I think this move might end up haunting Salzburg yep. down the line because they could have had a player that could have probably put them on top for a long time. I, I know that they wouldn't have done as well in the, uh, the Champions League without him. And uh, just giving him to, to Leipzig, who's already insanely talented to begin with. He's 20. I could see him staying at Leipzig for life. And, and honestly, um, I like the, the wording that you use, giving him to Leipzig. This is, let's, let's be honest about this. <laughs> $27 million uh, market value given away for 22. Uh, you know, they, this was probably the worst transfer for Leipzig, for Salzburg that anyone could ever predict. This, this, was, a, this was a bad move. Now, I know that in certain situations, yes, we, we, we have to look at players not as, as commodities, but as human beings. This was probably uh, just them getting rid of a bad attitude. So, for example, um, someone who we're going to talk about a little bit later, Pogba. Pogba is a fantastic player. But when he's not motivated, he plays at 50%. And when he plays at 50%, your club is not going to perform well. So... Was this the same situation with Dominic? I don't know. I don't know. But he's too young, too fresh, hasn't accomplished enough for me to justify having a bad attitude um, at the club. That might need a little bit more um, investigation when it comes well, down to, to, to him moving. What it, what it could have been is they might and, – and the, this happens, and I think we'll talk about this with, with some people down the line uh, – Salzburg might not have, might have looked down the line and realized that they didn't have the money to pay him when his contract was up there. Mm. And so they tried to get something for him now so that they could try to survive and rebuild or, you know, the, the market was hot for him. So they just decided to move. That is also something that happens. I, I would only debunk that with the fact that like they, they sold, they, they didn't, they made a loss. They, they had a Ferrari and they <laughs> sold it for, for, you know, a civic, uh, a, a civic, for civic money. Like <laughs> what, what's going on? You could have, you could have easily gotten him on, you could have gotten him on a two, a two year loan option. Now this, this will be the only bad thing you have to pay. You'll have to negotiate the salary. And then at the end of his two years, you negotiate for a 50, $45 million transfer at the end of the two years. So that gives Salzburg with the option. You have the option to do that. And if he comes back to the club as a free agent, um, then he just moves on. His agent will figure out where he moves after that. But to get 22, I think 22 is a little, little bit too little. But uh, who am I? I don't run this. I don't run a club. I don't run the club. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about those types of things. So Tyler, now that we've been through the top three guys, the top uh, winter transfers that have moved on so far, let's hop into some of the gossip, some of that tea. Let's, yeah, let's let, let's stoke some fires. <laughs> <laughs> so so the very the very first name on the list gets me 
excited inside if this actually gets pulled off. It's been rumored that Holland wants out of Borussia Dortmund. It's it's been it's been rumored this way that his agents are pushing for it. They're saying that he could come to Barcelona. You know you know what it's like. You know what it's like to have you know a, a, I could call Messi Zeus and Thor on one team. <laughs> Are you for real? I, I might have to quit the podcast if this happens, just because I don't think I'll be able to, to handle how big your head will have grown. Oh, my goodness. Now, this is a kid that has great potential. I've seen, I've seen him play um, in, in live broadcasts and in, in some, uh, some highlights. And boy, the highlights make you look great. But you know, you know when, when someone has an X factor, Tyler? An ex This kid has it. This kid has now. Generally, he's not my type of player. I like players who are a little bit more, uh, who are a little bit more finesse. But he's a tank. He'll come running at you. He's fast. He's a gazelle. He's fast. He could avoid uh, certain tackles. He's gonna like if he moves to the Spanish league. He's gonna flourish so much. And if he moves during the the winter transfer window. That gives us an opportunity, you know, contract permitted, that he'll be able to play in the Champions League. And that's going to give us a real chance to win it all. Right now, as Barcelona is, I, I don't even see us really getting past a round of eight. <laughs> that's my team. But with our first matchup, it's going to be sticky going up against PSG. And later on, we, we will see... The German Giants. Just how far? How far later? I don't know. But with Holland on the field, Holland, Messi, Ansu is not going to be back yet. But you, you got Dembele. Uh, you know, Griezmann. Uh, I wasn't calling. Him. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't calling him. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna include him in that. In that. Uh, in that conversation. But you know, the team is gonna have uh, some dynamic, forward moving action. And it's junior. Be, yes, it's gonna it's gonna be intense. It's gonna be an intense season if he moves to Barcelona. Now it also has it's up in speculation that he could go to Chelsea and Manchester United as well. But Tyler, you you had more on this story. You just got me so excited about it. I had to jump on it first. I'm sorry for stealing your thunder, but this is Thor we're talking about. This Thor well, no, going to my team. The the fact that. You know, the, the story is only from a couple days ago. Um, I know that I joked about it last time we recorded and you're like, oh, that'll never happen. And now the fact that I'm actually like finding stuff and being able to send it to you is, is, is a lot of fun. When we start talking about some of these other players, you're going to see teams in here a lot like Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, you're going to see uh, Man U who, you know, at the top of the Premier League wants to stay there. So they're going to they're going to try to do everything they can to support Ollie and that team. Uh, but you're going to see Barcelona a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a couple uh, with Real. But the the Chelsea situation is interesting because as much as I see them active in transfers and they've been active in, trans, uh, in this market since Lampard got there, mm-hmm. Lampard loves to move players and try to get fresh talent on his team. As often as I see their name in here, it's immediately followed with, these are who they're going to replace Frank Lampard with. Mm-hmm. Here, here are the candidates. Frank Lampard is having trouble with the board, and uh, it's a similar type situation that happened to uh, Jose. 
mm-hmm. that, that end up running him out of Chelsea. And so I don't know. I, Chelsea's everywhere in, in, yeah. in, in a lot of the transfer stuff. So I, I always take their name being in the ring for any player in as kind of a question mark. Like I'm, I'm yeah. always just like, are, is this actually going to happen? Like what's, what's actually going to happen with Lampard as, as crazy it is that Chelsea would even kind of make some of these moves. I think it's kind of crazy that Borussia Dortmund is, is basically fire selling their team. They fired yeah. <laughs> their manager and it looks like they're, they might get rid of Holland. And another name that I came across was Jaden Sancho. Mm-hmm. Also to Chelsea and Man U, the the Englishman returning returning home to play in the uh, the Premier League. Man, and wouldn't that be crazy? Especially with Chelsea. Chelsea has so much talent, and Ooh. they they have Timo Werner. They spent a lot of money on Kai Havertz, uh, a, a name that I actually forgot to look up, and now I'm kind of disappointed in myself. Uh, but we brought it up last week. Olivier Giroud might be on mm. might be on the move. Uh, Chelsea made a big signing with Ben Chilwell. There's just so much that uh, talent that they have there. It's kind of crazy that they're basically just asking a, seemingly about every about everyone. Yeah, it seems like the same thing with Manchester United, except that they're in a different boat. Uh, they're number one in the league right now, but I guess like all these uh, these conversations around adding more players was when they weren't doing so great. Especially during the, the, the Champions League, we, we weren't seeing the Manchester United that we're seeing right now. And, and honestly, they're, on, they're out front because other teams like Tottenham, uh, Liverpool, and Leicester have all kind of run out of gas mid-season when they started to pick up the pace. They have good stamina at that, te- at that club, and, and it makes me wonder, like, was that the plan all along? But no, I, I honestly don't, I don't think so. That's just me throwing uh, wood in the fire for you guys <laughs> to think about, oh, yeah, that kind of makes – no, it, it doesn't make sense. They look like they were scrambling early and are now starting to fit it together and, and got, got lucky with the amount of, um, of injuries that Liverpool had with the, the fall of – form from Spurs because they were hot they were hot up there as well uh, Manchester City is 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 starting to catch up it looks like Pep has put some step in his players because uh, <laughs> they weren't doing so great uh, coming in it was early we were only about you know before the break we we're about um, you know 15 games in now we're 17 16 games in 18 games in for some some teams like Arsenal who are 18 games in and they're they're in 11th place. I would I'm not going to lie, it would have been super interesting to see them fight relegation, but that's another story. Um, I think the I think the Premier League might have imploded at that point. But again, <laughs> with Chelsea, another big player that they're trying to bring in is Declan Rice, which would be mm-hmm. a huge addition to that team. I um again, Chelsea doing so many things, but back to Man U. Uh, it's been well documented. Paul Pogba not happy. Uh, looks like he is on his way out. Um, and the, this is this is the other unfortunate thing that I kept running across for a lot of these uh, players is um, that they they might not move in January, but they probably would by by the summer transfer. But the, these are all 
things to watch out for because it impacts how a player is going to play. I'm still kind of surprised that that Pogba starts at Man U after some of the the comments that he and his manager have made. But uh, I guess Ollie's doing what he can to try to win. But Pogba has been linked to going to Juventus or PSG. Liverpool, who was kind of all over a lot of these transfers a month ago and looks to kind of just be stepping back. They were in line for uh, David Alaba, a couple other players, but now it looks like Gigi Wijnaldum is on his way out, might be going to Greg's Barcelona. Um, that that could be a big-time move. Uh, another uh, Leipzig player, uh, Angelino, or Angelino, might be going to uh, Barcelona as they try to replace Jordi Alba. Um, hold on, hold on. But before before you move on, I really want you to get into this Christian Eriksen move, possibly back to Tottenham. Please explain that to me. We let him go about, I think, about a year um, a year ago almost. Yeah. He went to Inter Milan, and it has not gone well for him over in the Serie A. I, I think that they are uh, looking to try to terminate that deal. And it would make a lot of sense for him to come back because he played very well at Tottenham. He did. But but from what I saw, he didn't really mesh well with the Jose Mourinho's uh, game style plan. But I mean, if you're seeing a lot of these moves out of Tottenham, then, you know, th- there's a lot of speculation about like, like this is like when I'm telling you speculation, it's like some serious tea. You know, this isn't even, it's not news. It's all rumors. And, and, and this is all probably stuff that might happen in the summer. It's not going to happen in January. Tottenham is blocking uh, some of these moves outright right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Others are just speculation. Like Greg said, we, yeah, we, we can get, we can get into how different my team might look in the summer. Yeah. The, 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 so, you know, I, I know that we have a lot of, of names on this list, but I wanted to, to kind of wrap here. And kind of go back on a question that we, well, on a statement that we made last week about the transfer window in the winter. Is it possible that the winter transfer window may not be as big as we thought it was going to be based on the patterns that we're seeing right now? Honestly, yes. You'll see, I think we'll see one or two moves that'll be like, oh, Really? Mm-hmm. But uh, but I think a lot of uh, I think a lot of these are going to be summer moves now that I'm looking at it because a lot of the teams are blocking these players from moving, mm-hmm. which means that they want to try to stay competitive and finish out this year. As disappointing as it is, because I I follow a lot of transfer stuff, uh, I, I find that very interesting. And I honestly, you can make or break a team with with, with some of these moves. You but could. Uh, we'll see. Maybe, maybe, it, maybe it will take off in the next couple of weeks. We, we yeah. really don't know. Uh, so I got, I got two more questions for you, bro. I got two more questions for you. Who, who is the transfer that you're most excited about? And how much do you think they're going to go for? Those are my two questions. Though. That's, that's one question. That's a two-parter. Uh, my last <laughs> question is going to be hilarious. But go, go ahead, Tyler. <laughs> Honestly, I think that the biggest name to move is going to be Declan Rice. Mm-hmm. And that's a move to Chelsea. You're thinking that he might go to Chelsea or is there like another club that, that could buy? I, I, I think he's going to go to Chelsea. I think that there were a couple of teams who, who were interested, but Chelsea 
I, I think of all the moves that Chelsea are trying to make, that's the one that, that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he's going to make bank. I, I think it's going to be 70 to 100 mil on that deal. For, for Declan Rice? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I, 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 could, I think it's going to be a huge move. I, th- I could deal with 70, but 100 million? You know, 100 million, Tyler? I could deal 70 to 75. 100 million? I'll, let's go 70 to 90. 90 is a lot. Of, I, would, I think I would be disappointed if I see someone spend 90 million. Like, don't get me wrong. I like Declan Rice. But one defensive midfielder, center back, like it's a lot of money for, for, for that position. What about, Just saying. What about you? What about you? I, Man, I think I, you know, I'm I'm seeing uh the one obviously the one that I'm I'm super excited for is Holland. But I'm also surprisingly pretty excited to see Aguero come to Barcelona. Now I was say that was one we didn't we didn't talk about, but that we, that, that was on our list. Uh yeah. we, we didn't the, we didn't talk we didn't talk about it. We didn't talk about it because like you know, in, in detail, you know, Aguero, he's what, 32, 33 years old. Um, again, also in the twilight of his years, um, I could see like, I could see him coming to Barcelona for a discounted fee. Um, at the moment, I think his market value is at 38 million. Um, right now I could see him coming over to Barca for like 25, like we could get a nice little discount off of him, and he would be the the super sub of all time if we get <laughs> holland and him he'll be the super sub of all time and he'll he wouldn't be in the the winter transfer window he'll be in the summer transfer window coming into the new season so he's not going to impact the rest of this year so holland is like the the player that i, I can't wait to see move to the club uh, uh i would love to see him move to barcelona i think that he'll be a great fit aguero plays the type of football that barcelona embodies and that will excite me a lot to see that move. I think it would be interesting, especially after having so much tutelage from, from Pep Guardiola to go over to Barcelona and play uh, and reinstill or reinvigil that discipline. As Well, we don't know if Messi's going to stick around. So that's going to be something else to, to look at. But, but that might would... be a way that they try. Uh, I, think, I think Messi's looking for younger players to support. If, if Aguero gets, I mean, uh, Messi's going to want to play unless he doesn't want to. But it kind of like pulling in Holland takes a little bit of the pressure off of Messi because now you have the new blood and Messi can pass on his information the way in which uh, it was passed on to him from, uh, Ronaldinho, from, uh, yeah, from Ronaldinho and Deco and Iniesta. And these guys were able to pass on their knowledge to, to Messi um, as he came into the club. Um, Holland, even though he's not homegrown and, and Barcelona is a very homegrown type of club, he is the young blood that you could pass on a lot of these responsibilities off to. And boy, does he have the broad shoulders to carry it. I think Holland is going to go for like 117, 120 million. Um, he currently has a market value of uh, 110. I don't see Borussia leave, like putting him out there for anything less than 120 would be uh, a sin. I know that they don't want to get rid of him unless they do. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> it will be the most asinine thing that I could think of. 
them doing because he's he's like literally their best player. But um, you said it might be fire sale time. <laughs> Discounts at Barisha. <laughs> uh, the last thing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. The, the last thing I wanted to, to ask you about, Tyler, is what is Arsenal thinking? Being interested in Diego Costa. <laughs> Can we talk about that for two minutes before we, before we call it a night? <laughs> Can we talk about that for two minutes, Tyler? Sure, man. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Can we please divulge it? To- what are you guys thinking? You guys- <laughs> well, I so I I think that they're hoping that Diego Costa returning to the Premier League will be good for the, will be good for him because his move to La Liga has been anything but good. Absolutely, and like it, like it's fair. I, I think based off what uh, Diego Costa did for Chelsea in those couple years, it was hot off of a. You know his his first time at at Atletico Madrid, uh, but his return in the past couple of years, not great. Uh, no. He he he's kind of in the twi- the the last years of his uh, career. He is thirty two, mm-hmm. uh, but who knows? I mean, he he might have a Giroud type season. Uh, maybe maybe that's what they're hoping. But I I think the bigger thing is is that I think uh, Arsenal is trying to shake things up because they have not a lot of creativity on offense and they're, even though they've played well the past couple games, their season has not been what they wanted. Uh, their players have not been uh, playing up to their potential. Maybe a shakeup like a player, you know, an older player who's been around and played in the premier league. Maybe that's what they want. Man, I I I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what they're thinking. I mean, honestly, the only thing I could think about when it comes to to this move is that he's going to be cheap. There's no there's no transfer um there's no you don't have to pay a transfer because he has no club at the moment and um you just have to pay him wages. My thing is Diego Costa even though he has had some success has always been a problem child on any team that he was on <laughs> and Arsenal just seems to, they, they have, they've had talent before this year. I believe that they have a fairly talented team. They just need to have some cohesion and some conversations need to, to take place in terms of respect and, 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 um, in terms of respect, they like give the players the respect that they need, that they that they that they deserve, and go out there and play some football. But uh, the, I think that adding Diego Costa is not, not not a good move. It's not. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I, know I think it's a short short term thing to inject some life. I, I, I think that's all it is, and I, I think that they're they're hoping for for uh, like I said a Giroud type. Uh, resurgence if if they if they had Giroud I would have been like okay that makes sense if they got someone like Giroud I would have been like okay that makes some sense that makes sense because Giroud Giroud even though he's not a flashy player he is a systematic you put him in a system that works and it works but right now Arsenal is nothing but dysfunction they they have they have great players on 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 Arsenal 
uh, that the, the acquisition for Obama Young was great. Again, he's still an older player, and they got him till 2023. It's not a good move. Uh, Metu Ozil, who they, they refused to play, now he's injured. And um, is probably and is already pretty much out. Yeah, and he's on his way out. Had so him, wasted Fener- him. It's it's ridiculous to to think about the type like if it's anything that they need on this team is youth. You don't need to purchase a 32-year-old center forward to try and 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 inviggle some life into your team. You you don't you don't uh, you know I, I'm not gonna be disrespectful and call the man a corpse. He's not a corpse. I'm sure he could still play, but you know, like you need you need to to start tapping into some of the younger players. I don't see I don't see a player. They have one 19 year old on the team. Everybody else is is basically like the average age on this team is probably 27 years old, 28 years old. That's not a good average. And adding a 33, a 33, a 32 year old center forward, Tyler, come on. The, the only, the only thing I can see part of this is the money is the money. You don't have to pay him. You don't have to pay him. He's, he's not coming from a club, right? Atletico has dropped him. He's not coming from a club. He's got, he has no, there's no transfer um, cash that needs to go to any club to pay for this player. If they if they were going to pay for this player, I would have been I would have been more disappointed. That's fair. I think he's uh, I think he's going to come cheap, like you said. But we'll oh, yeah. we'll see what his uh, his impact could ultimately end up being. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I, I I mean I want I want to put it out there, brazen Tyler. I want to put it out there so that people could come on social media and say, Greg, you was wrong. Look at how look at how great he is. Look at how he's impacting the team. I just don't see it. I don't see <laughs> it. I do not see it. I see this. I, I can't even tell you what, if I were to think about what it was the strategic value of adding a player like Diego Costa, I had to check. I had to check to see, you know, which Costa this is because I, I got concerned. I, I, I was like, Diego Costa. I was like, I, I know that name. I remember that name from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tyler, as per usual, it has been a delight to spend these uh, few moments with you uh, guys for real. Jeez. Uh, uh, for real. <laughs> <laughs> guys, Stoppage Time podcast here with you every Monday at 9 a.m. It's going to be on Spotify. I know that you guys are listening and in other places where you could find it on the on Anchor. That's where we that's where we post initially and it goes out to these other uh, locations. But Spotify is the hottest place for you to find podcasts today. That's where you're going to find stoppage time. Me and Tyler enjoy spending time with you. Please link up with us so that we know how we're doing. And if we could do a better job, we'll do it here for you, Tyler. I love you, bro. I'm about to blow this whistle. Is that is the time? It's that time. Stoppage time.